1: To the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's Friday, January 13th, 2023. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train-Kreitz. All aboard! Let's jump right into the news. We had the Nets lose their first game without KD last night. It was a 109-98 home loss to Ken's Boston Celtics. No uh, shame Kyrie-
2: in to the Celtics, but yeah, good to see.
1: Kyrie had 24 points, uh, but he was on 24 shots, so not great there. T.J. Warren, uh, big boost for him. 20 points, though it took 18 shots. Um, A classic T.J. Warren had one rebound and one assist.
2: Also, over 28 minutes, too. 28 minutes, one rebound.
1: Yeah. uh, Joe Harris got the start in that game for KD. Um, He had been having a pretty bad season. Um, We'll see if that gets turned around at least a little bit. Jalen Brown also... Yeah. Jalen Brown also missed this game uh, with a groin injury word on the street is that he couldn't miss a week or longer. Um, we'll, we'll get, we'll get a little bit into that in the waiver wire section, but what's your kind of,
2: what's your read on that Ken? Uh, fear <laughs> fear. <laughs> bedwetting. Uh, you know, they're deep though. So they would be crazy to push him a lot more D white, a lot more Malcolm Brogdon, Peyton Pritchard, give him some minutes. He's earned it. Um, but uh, certainly Tatum owners is going to get even more shots. Tatum just ended his, uh, I think it was 13 games of 25 points or more in a row. It's putting him in Larry Bird uh, company and the uh, Celtic history books. But uh, yeah, they're not going to rush Brown. Brown mentioned it at the end of that uh, 41 point game he put up at home a couple nights ago. I forget who they beat. But the uh, postgame interview on the court, they were joking about him coming back in to pad his 41 points. And he said, no, no, I got a groin issue. I got to see what that's going to entail. That was the uh, first of the back-to-backs where they then played the Nets last night. And he did indeed sit, which is worrisome.
1: Uh, Ken, we also had uh, an an upset victory last night.
2: Indeed, we did. OKC beating Philadelphia in Philly. Not just beating them, pounding them. 133-114. The Thunder have now blown out both Boston and Philly on the road in the last two weeks. SGA putting up 37 points, eight boards, six assists, plus a delicious 16 of 16 from the charity stripe. The OKC bench outscored Philly's bench, 47 to 30. Philly's bench is terrible, by the way. Still, still. Uh Whalen and I uh both had some action on this game in the nightly Roto Wire column. Whalen hit his Josh he had Josh Giddy with uh over 20 and a half points plus assists. Uh Giddy had 28 total. I had Tobias Harris at the over at 13 and a half points. He had 13 points going into the fourth quarter. He played most of the fourth quarter, didn't score a point. Yay. Anyway, uh the Thunder, they are too good to tank, aren't they, guys? Yeah, they're getting
3: close. I my guess is they will uh, manufacture the tanking uh, later this season. I mean, they're nineteen and twenty three, uh, so not in a not wide open
2: West though. Wide open West, well, yeah, right?
3: Yeah, I, I at this stage, sure. But I, I I need to see it to believe it. I, I think they're still going to end up tanking, and I would argue that starting Jalen Williams uh, with the I J A Y L I N Williams at center. Uh, is a, a way to tank. Um, <laughs> You know, they just mistakenly won the game. Uh My favorite stat from the Sixers thunder game is the 2% usage from PJ Tucker in 21 minutes, <laughs> a zero Oh, for one from the floor with two rebounds. That's the stat line.
2: Both jails had productive nights. Both Jalen Williams yep. had productive nights for the thunder. Uh, Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, I was talking about like possible. They still have those such a treasure trove of massive picks. You know, I was just slacking our NBA editor, Nick Whalen, and we were like, why not trade? They could easily trade for John Collins and Pirtle from the Spurs. Can you imagine this team? With those two guys in their starting lineup, it'd be delicious. Can you
3: can you imagine them with Chet Holmgren
2: and Wemby? Because uh, that's that's
3: what they're going for. And, and uh, I, do, they're I not going to get
2: Wemby. They're not I mean, going to be bottom three. They're they're seven or eight games behind the bottom three here. Sure. We'll Houston. see. Houston, we'll see. Okay,
3: we'll see. I I will say, um, if Chet were healthy, I believe they would be in playoff contention and a, making a legit run at. The bottom of the playoff standings. How expensive
2: would it be for them to get Pirtle? I mean, they get one pick from their massive war chip, mm-hmm. and they could have a legit center, at least, uh, as they make a run. I think every team wants Pirtle for the playoffs, so we'll see what that
1: price ends up being. We had Damian Lillard go for 50 points mm-hmm. in a home loss to Cleveland last night. I uh, had 50 points, two rebounds, three assists. Shot sixteen of twenty-eight, uh, five of thirteen from three, and had a steal. Um, the Cavs, man, they're they're twenty-seven and sixteen. Um, they're looking really good. The Trailblazers, they feel like a team to me. Nick and I talked about this yesterday. It feels like they should be better than nineteen and twenty-two. Like we're <laughs> constantly talking about how bad the Minnesota Timberwolves are. The Wolves suck. They're so disappointing. They have a the Wolves have a better record than the Blazers. Um, yeah. Whose bench is worse, Philly or Portland? Their bench is terrible. Portland's is worse. Portland's is worse. Yeah. I think I think that's the main issue for them. Is like, and you can tell by the box score. You look at the box score every night. and Lillard <laughs> forty minutes, Grant thirty nine minutes, Hart thirty nine minutes, and then yeah. you know yeah. they're trying to get something out of like Peyton and Jabari Walker, who's in the sharp's kind of
2: hit the rookie wall. Not, yeah. uh, He's just I don't not. Know if he ever started? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there was some good news in that Cleveland game for Cleveland. Well, they won. But the other good news, the return of Ricky Rubio. You know, last December, December 2021, he tore his ACL. And uh, last night he made his season debut, came off the uh, bench for the Cavs. Ten minutes. You know, churned out nine points, four rebounds, and three dimes with zero turnovers. You know, basketball wise, I love the Cavs adding a pass-first point guard to this rotation. Get Allen and Mobley more involved. Don't wear out Mitchell and Garland. I, I think basketball, yeah. Fantasy wise, eh, what you'd be fourteen-leaguer, fourteen-team league to pick up Rubio. What do you guys think? Sixteen.
3: It's got to be pretty deep format. Yeah. I do think it's good. It's good for the Cavs and, and their their prospects in the standings. Um, I, I believe. You know, it might take a month, um, if not longer, but I do think Rubio will end up being part of the closing lineup mm. for that team where they'll go small, mm-hmm. have three guards with the two big men, Ooh, um, like that. Yes. you know, mix in love, depending on the matchups that team
2: is get a coral off good. the court. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: He, he provides his use. He, he plays his P.J. Tucker role and, and does that, yeah. You know whether it's him or Lamar Stevens. But uh, yeah. I do think Rubio will be uh, sneaky value to the Cavs in very deep fantasy leagues. There will be something there if you're desperate for assists.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: I agree. I think it's like a 16-team league, and I'm just so surprised the Cavs' offense works. They're starting Mobley, Okoro, and Jared Allen, none of whom can shoot threes, it's and true. it's working. It's true.
2: Mitchell's
3: well, making it work. Yeah, Mitchell and Garland are totally cool at tossing up 10 threes each for a game. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, let's go to
2: our fan feedback, Ken. And fans, if you'd like us to answer a question, please post a comment on our most recent Rotowire YouTube NBA video. This week, YouTube fan Andrew Flores, I love that it's like a regular name, Andrew Flores asked, I have Grimes, Cam Johnson, and Malik Beasley. Who do I keep? So apparently, maybe he's got guys coming off the IR and needs to drop two of them. So of those three, Grimes, Cam Johnson, and Malik Beasley which of those three would you keep on your roster? I wish we would get real updates about Cam Johnson um,
1: that were positive. <laughs> yeah. um, but as of January 8th, he is not yet taking full contact. So who knows? Um, I think in a vacuum, I would want Cam Johnson. I think he has the highest upside of the group, but the safest bet at this point, I think, is Grimes. Oh, over Beasley. Beasley getting
2: big yeah. minutes. Beasley's getting big minutes in Utah, especially with the Sexton injury.
3: Well, Sexton's about to return. He he should be playing tonight. Um, Ooh, okay. So we've got Sexton returning. I still firmly believe Utah is going to juggle up their, their lineup some um, at some point this season, probably around the all-star break, um, definitely bef- before the trade deadline. Um, you know, I, I like all three players. Uh, I, I do think Cam Johnson has the highest upside of the bunch, uh, which makes me want to hold on to him. Um, I mean, Beasley has the highest upside, I just don't believe he's ever going to have a 30, you know, 32 minute per game role as the number two scorer on a team like he did for stretches in Minnesota uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so Cam Johnson, but but I'm with you, Al. Uh, Grimes, if, if I'm just picking one, it's Grimes, if I'm picking two. Uh, it, it's Grimes, then Johnson, and I'm parting ways with Beasley or trying to package two of the three in a, or all three of them, even in a deal to get an upgrade elsewhere.
1: Okay. got it. Let's, uh, let's go to the waiver wire. Uh, as far as next week, the Raptors they have five
2: games. Yeah. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> uh,
2: it's
4: crazy. So-
1: Uh, keep it keep that in mind when you're on the waiver wire right like we're gonna we're gonna suggest a good amount of players none of whom are on toronto but you should be aware that toronto has five games like if you
2: need streamers they are where to look there's just there's no everyone you know they're all five starters are (laughs) rostered and they don't have any bench players that get consistent minutes at all so like picking the Playing that five game rotation on a waiver wire is a little tough. But the other end, you've got Bulls and Pistons with just one game. And then you got Orlando and the Spurs with only two games. So it's a crazy uh I don't know, what do you call it? Spectrum of games played this range. Week. Range. Yeah. Yes. Um
1: yeah, really weird. I this happens like once a year, right? it feels
2: like uh we got a really weird week well, like this. Used to be with the Spurs. They had the rodeo was always in town, and they had to hit the road for like a month. <laughs> You're like, how much money does this rodeo make
3: <laughs> in San Antonio? A Woo! lot.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, I'm going to jump in. My available in 50% of leagues player this week is Andrew Nemhard. Love this of game. the Indiana Pacers. 34% roster in Yahoo, six percent in ESPN. So we got the news. That uh, yesterday, that Tyrese Halliburton is probably out at least two weeks. He sprained his elbow and bruised his knee the other night. Um,
2: crutches. and Left that game on crutches.
1: Left the game on crutches. And the Pacers, they just, there's no reason for them to rush him back. He's the franchise player. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs. Um, a better draft pick would be nice. And this is an organic way for them to be like, you know what? Maybe he doesn't need to come back before the All-Star break. Um but uh, Nemhard is already the 125th ranked player over the past two weeks. Will play 33 minutes a game, but obviously he's going to get a, a big usage boost with Halliburton out because Halliburton, um, last time I checked, still had the most touches in the NBA. Um, in the two games Halliburton missed earlier this year, Nemhard averaged 14 and a half points, nine assists, five rebounds, and one and a half steals. That um, that assists boost is the biggest factor. And also for this upcoming week, the Pacers have four games.
2: I think, didn't he go off against the Warriors? I, think I yeah. watched that game when they, when they were missing Halliburton. They beat Golden State in Golden State. He jacked a few threes off the dribble that went in. We were like, oh my goodness, Nebhard. Yeah, he had 31 and 13 that game. Yeah, and I'm waiting for Shannon to make a Nebhard joke.
3: No, Nemhard is a fantastic pickup. I think he is the premier pickup. Yeah. Yo, he's, the, he's the fantasy uh, free agent to target this week. Um, but I will say, and, and I expect big things from Nemhard while hell burns out. Uh, but there are numerous players on the, on the pacers that are going to be, are going to warrant a look depending on your league structure, size, format, um, aside from Nemhard, uh, TJ McConnell, the cockroach, the cockroach. There you Let's go. Wait for you to, thank you. Oh, you can't Uh, kill T.J. McConnell no not at all and and even (laughs) in in the one game where uh you know Halliburton left left the latest game early and McConnell saw an increase in in minutes 26 minutes 14 points eight rebounds seven assists two steals basically absolutely yeah one
1: turnover there you go
3: doing what he does 39 fantasy points I do think that Nemhard's gonna be the main beneficiary here but McConnell will see additional run. He'll have some, some duds, but he'll have big games like that mixed in as well. You know, Aaron Naismith could see an increase in value. Yup, he's been, Buddy. Steady. Yep, he's he's been, been steady. steady. And he missed he missed the most recent game, I believe, but uh he should Illness. be back in the starting lineup soon. Uh he's questionable for Friday's game. Uh Buddy Healed, of course, is gonna see an increase in minutes. And then the rookie, Benedict Mathurin, uh Matherin is going to also uh, See an increase in usage and role. Uh, I just looking at uh, Halliburton when Halliburton missed time earlier this year. I mean, basically all of those guys—Nemhard, uh, um, Mathurin, and, and Heald—all saw six, seven, eight more minutes per game in those two games that Halliburton missed. So they're all—if any of them are available in your leagues, or you're looking to target someone—if you think if if news comes out that this can be a lengthier injury than one than a couple weeks, those are the guys to target. Buddy
2: in, Hield uh, in Indiana. Total stats, nine category leagues, ranks 23rd. Plays every day, jacking up shots, bad team that needs a shooter. It's a nice formula. In the um, in the post-COVID year,
1: in the 2020-21 season, McConnell saw a lot of time, played 26 minutes a game that year, ranked 67th per game in 8-cat in 26 minutes. So this year, if you think you know Halliburton's out, account gets about 26 minutes. He could be a top 75 player for this stretch. Uh, Ken, who is your
2: available in 50% of leagues player? Not as good as the Nebhard pick. I do agree. He's the headline. But uh, I like Royce O'Neal in Brooklyn. 40%, 48% of Yahoo! teams managed. Uh he's a stocks machine. 1.8 over uh per game over the last uh, 10 games. Nets have four games next week and no Kevin Durant. So, last 10 games, he's put up 11 points, three and a half boards, almost three assists, 2.6 three pointers while shooting 50, 145%. But they need shooters now with Durant out. And I think they're going to, O'Neal's going to get a ton of minutes in the front court. Uh, but he's going to get you those non sexy steal block percentages uh categories with some threes sprinkled in. He's been yeah. he's been roster all season. A boring pick, a very boring pick, but I th- reliable and four games next week.
1: It's him.
3: super surprising that he's still available in fifty percent of leagues, but but here we are. I mean he's like you said Ken, been boring. Um but with Duran out, I mean he's he's been a top twenty five player over the past week. Um you know with uh with three games that's only going to get better with Durant out. And there, there's other guys with the Nets too that we're not going to talk about. I mean, we mentioned TJ Warren earlier. I think he's going to see a nice boost. Joe Harris, if you need threes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Warren eventually works. as it's, I wouldn't be surprised if they try Warren out in the starting lineup at some point, or he'll just play 30-plus minutes uh, off the bench. But I like Warren a lot now. I know we've mentioned him in the
2: last week yeah. or two as well. And a Nets sidebar last night. So they're losing to the Celtics, down 10. Seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Ben Simmons didn't see the floor for one second of the last seven minutes with them down 10 into Boston. Uh he had zero points last night, Ben Simmons. Uh problem.
3: Yeah, zero uh he had a, a very PJ Tucker-esque usage rate, nine point two percent. Uh he was uh he played uh 26 minutes total, 0 for three from the floor, mm-hmm. uh nine rebounds, thirteen assists. One block, two steals. Still value with Ben Simmons yeah, value, uh, from a fantasy standpoint, but it is it is. He amazing. had a
2: few of those Ben Simmons like, instead of taking the layup, he made some awkward, overreaching pass. Where you're like, shoot the ball, you know? It's a layup. I get it that he can't hit jumpers, but layups. You come on, you're tall, you're big. You got to at least throw a few bank shots in. A little uh, piece of trivia:
1: Since November 27th, Ben Simmons has made. One free throw. um, Pretty absurd. <laughs> I've, I've seriously never seen anything like that from a player who, like, is out there and play. One free throw in, like, two months. Got to shoot to uh, get fouled,
2: right? <laughs> I guess.
1: Uh My long shot this week, Grant Williams of Ken's Boston Celtics, 26% roster in Yahoo, 7% uh, in ESPN. This is all because of the news that Jalen Brown might be out a week or two. Um uh, Smart missed two games before Brown missed his pass game. In those three games, Grant, 39 minutes a game, 14 mm-hmm. points, five boards, two assists, 1.7 blocks. He needs the minutes. Like, like Grant Williams needs 35 minutes a game to be fantasy relevant, but I think he's going to get it here. Um, you didn't mention
2: his threes. He's draining uh, yeah, one he hits and, hits and a half threes as well a game. Yeah. Co- corner office. That's Grant's Grant's location. Corner office. I like that. Oh, that, um, I don't
3: know how that pick wasn't the, Grant Williams. Anytime we mention Grant Williams, it has to be reserved for Ken's boring pick of the week. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> you got to step <laughs> up Ken. <again. laughs>
2: All
1: right. I'm going to jump well, in here. You Shannon
2: didn't give his law, lo- his regular pick. Yeah. My, my, oh, my I, I'm
1: sorry, Shannon. No, no, know.
3: totally fine. You know, I'm cheating a little bit here. He's available at uh, or he's uh, he's rostered in 59% of Yahoo leagues, but only 12% uh, of ESPN that's the guy we've talked about many times. Walker Kessler center, rookie center for the Utah Jazz. Kelly, Kelly, the clinical is out again. Uh, he's going to miss uh, at least the next week, I believe. And Kessler is back in the starting lineup. Kessler's just, he's productive when he gets the minutes there. There's, you know, he, he's not very consistent there's going to be some, some peaks and valleys there. But he's a block machine. He's a rebound machine. Just over the past two games, uh, he's averaging 26 and a half minutes per eight points, 11 rebounds, 3.5 blocks, uh, 50% from the, from the floor. Yeah, he, he, his field goal percentage on the season is still at 70%. So he's going to kill you at free throws 55%, but he'll give you a nice boost in field goal percentage rebounds and blocks. I also think there's going to be a path here uh, for, you know, similar to what I mentioned with Beasley earlier, I think eventually Utah blows it up or makes some adjustments at least and leans on some of their younger players more heavily down the stretch. So I do think there's long-term value with Kessler as well, where, you know, if you're, if you're desperate for blocks um, he's probably one of the better options available and on your waiver wire.
1: And who's your long shot?
3: Agreed. My well, long you? shot is uh, Terrence Mann, Los Angeles Clippers. Mann replaced Reggie Jackson in the starting lineup. It kind of went a little bit under the radar, um, but it, it's to be determined. We'll see. I mean, Mann started three games in a row. Um, you know, Paul George has missed some time. Um, th- there's been a few other players I- in the Clippers rotation, like Luke Kennard, who have missed time as well. Um, but it looks like Man is. Going to stick as the point starting point guard for this team. And if he does, you know, if he's getting 35, 40 minutes per game, which is what he's had the past two games 35 and 41 minutes, there's upside here. You know, over those two games, 13 points, 6.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, one steal, and one and a half three pointers. You know, again, kind of like Walker Kessler, there's going to be some peaks and valleys, but Man's not going to hurt you in percentages. Decent enough, 77% from the line, 51% from the floor. Can give you some value in certain areas, you know, some three-pointers, um, maybe some steals with the minutes, but I like him quite a bit, um, especially while Paul George is out.
2: Not to be confused with, is a Tray Man on OKC? There's yeah, two yeah. Mans out there, both with two Ns. And yeah, I feel like Terrence Mann was like a breakout candidate the last four years. Uh, but you know, he was always low on the depth chart. Maybe we're finally, uh, maybe the breakout is finally coming. Uh, Alex, who is your long shot of the week?
1: I already did it. Grant Williams. Oh, that's right.
2: So (laughs) my long shot of the week is pretty bad. Uh, it's Josh Richardson of the Spurs. Full disclosure. Uh, Alan, our great video guy needed a, to do the cover image for our video early in the week. Uh, He panicked and pinged me late at night. I probably (laughs) was in the bathroom and quickly replied, Josh Richardson, uh, as a cover guy, not being able to come up with anybody. Uh, So he has to be uh, mentioned (laughs) contractually. Richardson, uh, the good part is the cells out for more than six weeks. Keldon Johnson's been in and out of injuries. They're obviously in wobble for Wemby mode. And Richardson's a little old. The Spurs would be very smart to showcase him the next few weeks for a trade before the deadline kicks in. But be warned, Spurs only have two games next week. So maybe wait a week on picking up Josh Richardson. But I do think he's going to get monster minutes in San Antonio. And he's always been a guy who can kind of get your production across the board. A few steals, some blocks, threes, lengthy kind of 2-3 wing. Um so Richardson's not a bad option, but maybe not ideal this week because again, the Spurs only have two games.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is—I I think this is just proof that you do some of your best thinking while in the bathroom, Ken. <laughs> Richardson's been solid. He, you know, since the calendar flipped to January, uh, six games, twenty-five minutes for fourteen points, four point three assists. Four point three assists is really tough yeah. to find on the waiver wire, uh, and and then two three pointers per as well. Uh, like you said, with Vassell out, he's worth a look. And I, I do feel like he's
2: a prime candidate to get moved. Uh, so they
3: will showcase him.
2: So we just down to the dull pick of the week. Yep. And uh, we've already had some. great Williams, as you say, could be the dull pick every week. I'm going to go with uh, Bruce Brown in Denver. He is managed, he's available in about half of leagues on Yahoo. Uh, Denver's got four games next week. And Brown's one of those crafty guys who gets you. Stats across the board, his last seven games, 12 points, 1.7 stocks, 4.4 rebounds with great percentages, 53 from the field, 86 at the charity stripe, plus almost two threes a game. So Bruce Brown and his steady production, enjoy that over four games if he's available. Okay, let's go to our Friday DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. Bum bum bum! Fans, sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real
4: cash.
1: I I, I want you to start scaling up the real cash part. So by the end of the year, you're just screaming into the microphone at full volume. Aren't
2: I always screaming?
1: Uh, I think you got more. I think you can. I think you. <laughs> I think you got more in there. Uh a nine game slate today, highest over under is Warriors at Spurs, 244. Is this the Alamo game? The uh the fabled hundred thousand fans
2: game. Oh uh, good question. Yeah, to break the record. It's funny they're breaking the record with maybe the worst Spurs team ever.
1: <laughs> they they really need a um they really need a win. Uh yeah, the Alamo Dome. Yeah, Friday's matchup will be a yeah, fourth NBA game with an attendance exceeding 50,000. So uh,
2: little, uh, maybe that matters a, maybe it doesn't. Can you imagine having crappy seats <laughs> to watch the Spurs get hammered by the Warriors. Like It's like, oh,
1: thank God, Romeo Langford. I get to see him live. <laughs> um, okay, new feature uh, we have at Rotowire. I feel like I'm starting to say this every month now. We have a fantasy point changes uh, section in the on the website so go to depth charts we may have to get this moved go to depth yeah, charts on the website be. and then click fantasy point changes you can adjust uh for how many games you want to see the changes for so last one two three five games and uh, you can basically see like oh um you know Reggie Jackson was averaging 25 fa- uh, fantasy points per game over his previous three games uh, but now over these last three games, He's only averaging
2: 12 yeah. so it's really good for or the other way around somebody's big okay. ups highlights who's big ups highlights who's big downs
1: we have a playing time version of that page as well so if you are thinking about the waiver wire and uh you're like well you know i, I looked at some resources i'm not 100 sure you just look at a couple of those lists and you're you're pretty informed um but uh i think it's really good too uh, the integration with the my leagues tool you can easily identify what players are already on your team as opposed to uh, a, an opposing team or sitting on waivers and you can spot trends before your league mates do to win the waiver wire okay so I'm looking today at the daily lineups page um, and I it's a graveyard out there man um, <laughs> it's tough you have a lot of questionable designations. Uh, Pretty much the entire Wizards team is questionable. Not only is Halliburton out. out. All the Suns are out. All the Suns are out. Not only is Halliburton out for the Pacers, you have Turner's questionable. Neesmith is questionable. Um, So amid all these injuries, is there a place that you are turning first, Shannon?
3: Yeah, there's always a lot of crossover between our waiver wire picks and our FanDuel picks because those are the guys who are have an upswing in value um for the upcoming uh slate of games. So, you know, you've got Nemhard and any of the any of those pacers that we discussed earlier, but Nemhard. Yep, yep, he's an option too. Nemhard is the one guy I'm definitely targeting. He is at 5300 on FanDuel. You can slot him into the shooting guard or point guard spot. Uh one other one other uh pair of players actually. Uh, is the Clippers, you know, Luke Knard, Paul George, both are already ruled out for Friday's game. Um, that means Kawhi is going to go hard. Kawhi's been fantastic. The number one yeah. ranked fantasy player per game over the past week. Uh, he's coming off a monster 63 point fantasy outing against Dallas. 33 points, nine rebounds, four assists, one block, four steals in 35 minutes. Back the last two games, he's played thirty-eight and thirty-five minutes. Probably the most important stat for Kawhi Leonard. So you've got Kawhi, you know, no PG thirteen. Give me Kawhi all day long. He's at nine thousand, and then with no Kennard with Reggie Jackson moved to a bench role. I like Terrence Mann. I like Norm Powell. Either of those options are good. I mean, Terrence Mann specifically is forty-eight hundred, um, pretty cheap for a guy who's going to probably play thirty-five plus minutes. Um, Outside of the Clippers and Pacers, one of the other teams can mention the Suns. They're once again going to be shorthanded. They are going to be playing the Minnesota Wolves, Timberwolves. I, I got to get Mikkel Bridges in there. There's some, some up and down with him. Um, especially, you know, even, even when they're missing Chris Paul or Devin Booker, like they are tonight, you'll see, (laughs) You'll see Bridges go from 55 fantasy points one game to 18 fantasy points the next. Uh, The one caveat there is the second game when he had 18 fantasy points against Denver uh, was the second game of a back-to-back. He had just played 41 minutes the night before, and the Suns were blown out by Denver. So I I wouldn't read too much into the 18-point outing and expect, well, I don't expect him to get 55 fantasy points out I do think he is a good bat for as long as that game stays competitive for 40 plus fantasy points tonight.
2: Shannon, I want to back up to that Pacers game. Buddy Healed only sixty-seven hundred on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. That seems like a ripe pick as well.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Buddy Heal's good. He'll always he'll see. I you know, we mentioned it during the waiver wire. Uh I think it's like six, six, seven, or about six and a half, seven minutes extra per game that he's playing. Um when Halliburton's out, basically he goes from, you know, that 31 minutes or so up to 37, 38 minutes. Uh, so there'll be, you know, they don't have anyone to, to lean on, um, McConnell, same thing. So you give me any of those pacers, you know, even if miles Turner return, if he's back in the lineup tonight, he'll get some more shots. Um, yeah. I, I really happy plugging any of those guys into my lineup tonight. Um, one other team, that is going to be shorthanded. That I think will actually go somewhat unnoticed as uh, the Rockets. Um, okay. We have uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is already ruled out for Friday's game. Um, so I'm interested to see what the Rockets do with their starting lineup. I'm guessing, you know, I mean, basically you get a boost for Jalen Green, Jabari Smith, Sangoon, but who else is going to get a boost? Kenny Martin, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. at thirty nine hundred on FanDuel. Crafty. Crafty. He can rack up some defensive when he gets extended run. He he has the ability to pick up some steals and blocks. Hasn't been that great at it this year, to be honest. Uh, only averaging zero point seven stocks per game, um, but he can also score, get some rebounds. Coming off a twenty one and five game uh, against Sacramento, I, I like I like Martin the the
2: the martin jr uh quite a bit for tonight's slate alex you got any inclination to gamble on your buddy dwayne washington for that sunset lineup of the suns hmm. i mean he I, I
1: 5900 i don't love that price i'm gonna be honest because he can't give over 27 minutes apparently but um it's a it's it's fine i mean he's he's just a great per minute guy so um You know, I think I think it's fine, but fifty nine hundred—it's a little steep for my blood. I think I I think there are going to be other options on tonight's slate, but he's someone to definitely worth acknowledging because he has played well. Um, Yeah, I like the Kenyon Martin uh, pick because he like he's one of those guys where whoever gets hurt for Houston, it seems like they just hey let's just give Kenyon Martin more minutes. Um, So he's he's definitely a good option as well. We have Demar Derozan. Mm -hmm. expected to miss another game for Chicago um this you know you get a little bump uh to Levine who had 50 fantasy points last time out um there are other guys I mean Chicago is it's tough to gauge but they're playing OKC OKC's weak against centers maybe you think okay a little more for Vucevic today you got Caruso who played 28 minutes last game so um that's something to acknowledge as well um any any other guys you're looking at? We, you know, we like we have Capella out for Atlanta still, but that's all the prices have normalized there for guys.
3: Well, I I do think okongwu is actually a pretty good price still on FanDuel. Um, he's been a little bit up and down. He's at sixty two hundred right now. Um, he, he's he's over the past four games. I mean, he has one one eighteen point fantasy outing, 31, 26, 31 um before that four game stretch he had a big 44 he had actually three straight games where he basically had 40 or more fantasy points i still like him even though it's been a little bit up and down 62 6200s 6, a good price for him i like the matchup against indiana and most importantly Okongwu with capella out i mean he's still seeing the minutes so even the past two games um where he's averaged 28 fantasy points 33 and 34 minutes the minutes are key. If you want to go a little bit cheaper at center, you know Walker Kessler would be the guy for me. He's going to see probably twenty-eight to thirty minutes per uh, twenty-eight to thirty minutes tonight. It could be one of those big nights where he gets three or four blocks, and if he does that with with a low end double double, you know ten and twelve or something along that, those lines, that's a huge fantasy night for someone at fifty six hundred. Um, but really, you know, to to kind of tie this off. The the expensive players I like tonight, I mentioned Kawhi, 9,000. Alex, I'm on I'm on Zach Levine as well, 8,600. He's gone up, but he's got 58, 45, 46, 50 fantasy points over the past four. You know, as, as long as DeRozan's ruled out, I, I'm totally comfortable plugging Levine into my lineup once again. And then last but not least, I feel like this guy is criminally undervalued. De'Aaron Fox, 8,500, um, averaging 39.5 fantasy points per game. He's topped 40 in three of the past four games. He's just really consistent 40, 40 point guy and, and at a decent price. Um, you know, he, he's cheaper. He's the same price as Jalen Brunson right now. Um, who, you know, is on a nice little stretch, but is is on a whole hasn't been as productive as de'Aaron Fox this year. And I like that matchup against the Rockets as well.
2: I believe De'Aaron Fox leading your keeper squad, which just passed Alex's keeper team for first place after Alex was just cruising in first forever.
3: I also just lost Halliburton in after uh, that <laughs> team. So we'll oh, see no. well, and Anthony Edwards. So we'll see. We'll uh, see. Oh how long
2: is Edwards out for?
3: Uh he's questionable for tonight, but we'll okay. see.
2: I'm in third, so really the Friday Three Amigos dominating the Roto Wire Keeper League, but you guys are definitely the front runners for the trophy. It's
3: not all hot air. Yeah
1: the
2: uh, the Kelly Ubre injury is it's hurting my team a lot more
1: than uh, than it should. Uh, <laughs> same with same with uh, I I needed those guys a little more than I uh, than I would like to acknowledge. Um, okay, Ken, let's wrap this up. Arrgh! You know what I hate?
2: Long-lasting trade offers. Why does Yahoo let trade offers linger forever? Last week, I'm frustrated with Terry Rozier, so I offered Rozier for starting wizard center Daniel Gafford. And I forgot about it because I throw offers out there all the time. Yeah. Then Rozier finally starts playing well, really well. He's shooting 50% from the field, 27 points a game. Almost four triples a game. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to play Rozier, especially with Halliburton hurt on that squad. And then I get this alert. Your league mate has accepted your trade offer. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Come on, Yahoo. Ten days for lingering trade offers. That's ridiculous. Ah, That's on you. old Old man ran of the week.
3: That's on you. You, you're, I, you're, I held on to
2: Rozier all season while he's shooting 38% from the field, putting up abominations. He's ranked like 200th. Yeah.
3: Know, you you had a, a, a trade offer out to me for weeks to get Poku um, for my keeper league team. Cause you're desperate for blocks. And as soon as he got injured, I, I thought about messing with you and accepting oh, it, man. but I'm, I'm a friend. I'm a nice, you're person. a good guy. You know, Kevin, this is a good reminder though. It's a good reminder. To Check your
2: listeners. lingering trades. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
3: You know, as soon as Kevin Porter left uh Wednesday night's game, uh, as soon as he left that game, didn't return. I had a, a trade offer out for him. i I canceled the offer. Uh, yeah. It doesn't sound like it's a serious injury, but I just wasn't going to mess around with that. I, need, I needed to yeah. get more details before uh, I didn't want that that deal to be accepted and then have Porter ruled out for the next month. Well said.
1: Uh, well said. Mispronounced names. Um, Mathrin, I think is. Uh, I corrected
3: it. Yeah, second, time. second time. Second yeah. said
1: Mathrin though. Yeah, <laughs> you corrected it, but then went back. I've
3: we'll never be been we'll good be- at math. Um, but what about, uh, knee Smith or Naismith? Because I want to say nay Smith. I, no, I, I want to say Naismith because you know, Naismith basketball. Right. You guys get it. I get I it. Do.
2: Just think knee injury. Knee Smith. Yeah, <laughs> Just think about a knee injury. There. <laughs> My goodness.
1: That's like how I won't, it's like, that's bad. That's bad vibes. It's like how I won't wear any like. <laughs> players uh gear who suffered a severe injury while i'm exercising like i'm gonna pass i'm wearing the derrick rose jersey while i do uh, (laughs) while i work out today uh okay thank you everybody for joining us on the rotowire fantasy basketball podcast presented by
2: Fanduel. ken take us out of here let's go to atlanta for our out quote where last night charles barkley expressed his disgust with brooklyn net ben simmons Simmons had zero points versus Boston last night, despite no Kevin Durant in the lineup. The quote from Barkley, he can't not score. Oh, I love a good double negative. Attention passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line.
4: (laughs) It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust.